Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Powerful show today. Get ready. Put your hands together for the man of the hour, Mike or DJ Rez. Hello, Dags. Hello, amazing friends. My God, our amazing friends and listeners are awesome. Yes, they are. Powerful, exciting news, guys. Oh, my God. Yes, on Twitter, at AmazingPopPod, we have powerful news. You can become a super follower. What do you think of that, Mike or DJ Rez? That's awesome. And yes. for anyone that's already done it, thank you very much. And yes. for those that are on the fence, what's stopping you? Let's go. Well, it could be one of those cyclone fences where it's got the pointy things on top. Kind of get your pants caught on there when you're jumping over. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Are you trying to climb over and you slip and fall and your stomach becomes impaled? Oh, powerful. Yeah, we got powerful news. We have super followers. So what you can do is help support this powerful podcast. By becoming a super follower, we'll have powerful super tweets for you, super ideas, super fun. It's going to be super epic. Go on Twitter, follow us at Amazing Pop Pod, and become a super follower. But if you can't become a super follower, just become a follower. Right, Mike or DJ Rez? Right. Regular followers are just as cool followers, too, or they something. Are. But the, the fans <laughs> wanted more. They wanted to be super. They enjoy yes, our superpowers. Yeah, now you get like some perks with that, right? I mean, you get some exclusive tweets or exclusive videos, whatever we decide we want to be exclusive. Let me tell you this. <laughs> You're going to unlock secrets. Normally, oh. normally when you give us a powerful five rating <laughs> on, our, <laughs> on our powerful podcast, when you leave a review, leave a five-star rating, that unlocks secrets to Mike or DJ Rez. But <laughs> there's going to be more secrets, folks, believe me. Oh, there's a lot of, lot of baggage in this closet, I'll oh, tell you that. Oh, my God, can you imagine? Oof, goodness. The, the word on the street is there is a photo circulating of DJ Michael Rez without his hat on. What's up with that? Can you, can you imagine that? My God. they. So this uh, uh, singer-songwriter networking convention that I'm speaking at in September, they wanted a, uh, they said, can you please send us a professional headshot? And I said, sure, I, I can do that. So professional means, you know, professional look look professional that means no hat so that's what i did and i sent it in and then i i look at their website and half the guys have hats on oh my god <laughs> so i was like oh i guess yes. i'm the only one that took the professional part seriously yes the first thing so. you're going to talk about is men without hats well i have to thanks guys thanks for tuning in thanks for downloading powerful episode today we are going to be talking about powerful electronic music great song i picked and powerful spider-man spider-man 2 the Revenge of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. that's You got to get that last part of the title in. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have... When did that start when they always added the Spider-Man 2 Revenge of Khan um, and Wrath of Khan and Khan Strikes Back? And I think it was the uh, the breaking movies. You, know, you had Breaking and then Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. 
That's probably where that came from. Yes. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Boogaloo well, just sounded it, weird. But it was actually breaking to gasoline-powered, and then they switched to electric. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, that Elon makes Musk funded that powerful show about breaking. Oh, I, that makes a lot of sense. So, Mike or DJ Rez, I wanted you to listen to a powerful song, and that powerful song was New York by the Microchip League. What are your thoughts on that song? Uh, my thoughts are it sounds a lot like uh, the Axel Foley theme song. It's uh, very, very powerfully synth heavy, especially like like the higher pitched uh, sounds on that one. Uh, it was interesting, very repetitive. Yes. Song. So you, you get like uh, two and a half chords. Well, <laughs> that's that's the what entire a good song, song is. It's hypnotic. <laughs> yes, it's very hypnotic. You don't even actually you don't even realize how, like how long the song is it's not that long at all but you just get caught up in the in the repetitiveness of the song can you imagine Um, yeah can you imagine being in a club just smelling the smoke from the fog machine the powerful lights pulsating while you're listening to the microchip (laughs) i'm thinking when this song came out there was probably smoke from inside the club because i think you could smoke in the club still with this song app I, I once worked in clubs many times, and one of the duties is emptying the ashtrays. Isn't that amazing? Young kids don't even know what that means. No, they have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> have to go, around, <laughs> you go around, you stack glasses, and you empty ashtrays. God, that had to have been gross. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They don't, they don't even know that cars used to have ashtrays in the back seats. No. That, that's an epic car to have a ashtray in the back seat. <laughs> it's like you knew you knew you're in an old person's car because they could afford the ashtrays in the back seat, either on the back of the seat or in the armrest. That's what I got to get in the barn here is some of those McDonald's ashtrays. Remember those? those oh, the brown ones? Yeah, the golden <laughs> aluminum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, aluminum. That Burger King? Burger King did that too. Did Burger King have the golden? Were they all golden? I just thought golden. Maybe because they the were golden all golden. Arches. Right. I thought McDonald's had like the brown plastic ones and Burger King had the gold aluminum ones. Yes. I'm getting fuzzy 80 memories. We're going to have to Google that. Yeah. We'll have to check that out. Maybe, you know what? Let's, uh, let me, let me see if I can quickly bring it up now. We'll see. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe they're both right. Yes. So that, that powerful, this is improv. It wasn't even written down. This powerful oh, man. ashtray, ashtray, a drama was not scripted. <laughs> 99% oh, yep. of this show is scripted. What did you find we're, out, Mike or DJ we, we were both right. So Burger King had the more of like the gold look, and looks like McDonald's had bronze, gold, and silver. Wow, it's quite Olympic. Yeah, and then uh, Pizza Hut had glass oh uh, ashtrays, and so did uh, Arby's. Arby's was triangular in shape. Glass. But, oh, there's, uh, there's the McDonald's ones I was picturing. Uh, they were brown glass. They're the ones that I was thinking of. Are they on eBay? Because we're going to need to get one of each. Oh, well, we're going to have to find out how to get one of these. Yes, it's I think epic. We, we need one for the barn for sure. Hardy's was also a gold uh, aluminum one. I saw uh, on uh, Facebook Marketplace, I saw a powerful RC Cola vending machine. Whoa. It was all beat Royal up. Royal Crown. And, yeah, it was all beat up and non-working, but I think that's what's even cooler. Because I hate when they... Uh, when they restore them because they, the paint's too shiny. You know what I mean? When they like, restore Coke machines and you see them and the red is too shiny. Mm-hmm. They, they never looked like that. No, 
Oh, they always had like a kind of a mat. It's just like the sign of, you know, when you use a rattle can and you paint something. Right. And you get that really bad, shiny, sometimes even bubbles in it. So Yeah, the, you yeah. got to get the original. Yeah, factory paint's always like baked on, so it never has that really fake gloss to it. All right, so I looked it up. If you want a vintage Burger King metal ashtray, you're going to have to pay $8.59 on eBay, plus $4 shipping and handling. We're getting it. <laughs> it's probably going to be money well spent. Yes. And if you want to buy it for us, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> become at, a super follower. Yes, or just become a follower. I don't Just yeah, either become way. a friend. I prefer to call us friends. This is, Ooh, thank friends. you for being our friends. Yes, amazing friends. There's a, a collection of Hardee's, 11 Hardee's aluminum match trays for 30 bucks. It's worth yeah. it. Oh, man. I, I didn't know I needed these things, but now I need these things. Yeah, you need to, in your pouring business, you need to pour ashtrays. Could do that. We could. Yeah. You know what? We should do that and make uh, amazing pop culture podcast ashtrays. Yeah. It won't be hard to do at all. There's people that still smoke. I know. It's amazing. How about vapors? I mean, do you need an ashtray for a vapor? Is there like something to contain that powerful <laughs> cloud? That vape ash? Yes, the cloud. <laughs> it is one thing that now that we have vapors and vaping, there. You don't get those three inch ash anymore hanging off the cigarette no. ends. My grandma would be very upset that if she went, wasn't able to have a three inch ash hanging off her cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> her and her, her friend Vi. Vi. I mean, is that just like a, like her, her name? My grandma was Anna. Her best friend was Vi. We, her and Vi with their cigarette ashes. My God. Vile con Dios. Yeah. Ooh, that's good French. Yes. Back to the microchip league. It was New York. <laughs> New York, New York. What's the best part of that song? Did you uh, get- well, like I said, it it's very repetitive. So once you hear the beginning, that's pretty much gonna put you all the way through. I listened to it twice, all the way through. Now, if there's, I, I saw when I looked it up, it said lyrics. I don't remember lyrics being in it. Did the I miss best, lyrics? The best part of the song is the end when it's done. How does it end? Oh fuck! If I see, remember, you didn't really know. listen, did you? No, I didn't. You son of a bitch. I tuned out because it's over and over. It's the no. same three notes. God damn it. No. No, no, no. The end of it is bop, 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 New York, New York. <laughs> That's the best part. I think they the ripped end. that part off. Yes. I, I did notice I was reading comments. Probably what I don't remember because I was reading comments <laughs> on YouTube. One of the comments was, so this is what this is, sounds like when you're sober. <laughs> all right i get it these people were were way way wasted when they listened to the song back in the day i'm gonna need you to listen to it microchip league powerful song I'm micro dj res let's get into the powerful movie we both enjoyed spider-man 2 now tell us set it up for us tell us a little bit about spider-man 2 the plot and let's get into it all right so spider-man 2 was released in 2004 uh and this one is the sequel in the Tobey Maguire universe, we'll call that now, just so people know which which Spider-Man we're talking about. It also stars Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane and James Franco. Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Uh, Rosemary Harris is in this. Uh, Donna Murphy is as well. Uh, this one takes place two years after uh, the events of the original Spider-Man, uh, where Peter Parker is struggling uh, to stop Doc Ock from recreating some dangerous experiment that killed his wife uh, and left uh, Doc Ock neurologically fused to his mechanical arms 
he's also dealing with stress and anxiety of being a superhero and which is causing all sorts of shit to go wrong. He can't spin webs, he can't jump, he can't hold on to buildings and crawl up them like he like he does. So he's losing his power in like the worst possible times uh in this movie. Um, but he's also he's trying to balance his love for MJ and trying to explain to her without telling her why they can't be together. Uh, she ends up getting engaged to the son of J. Jonah Jameson, uh, astronaut John Jameson, who apparently has played football on the moon. Um, and they get engaged at a uh, planetarium gala where Peter is taking pictures of, and then he's forced to take pictures of the woman he loves right after they get engaged. And that's pretty much where his emotional breakdown starts. He also uh, tells Aunt May the truth about what happened the night Uncle Ben died. She's also getting, Aunt May is also getting evicted, so he has to deal with that. It seems like a lot of life happens to Peter Parker in this movie. I mean, he can kind of deal with it. He kind of can't deal with it. While all this is happening, Doc Ock is trying to recreate the failed experiment uh, to get the power of the sun uh, into his hand, into his hands, because he's, he's a nuclear fusion scientist. And that sets up the final battle between Doc Ock and Spider-Man near the end. That was a rushed, a rushed plot in that one. But I feel like a lot of people are, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, familiar with this movie. Now, if you haven't seen it in a while, this is going to be, I think, shocking to some people. Did you watch it to the end? Did you watch the whole movie? I did watch to the end. Because um, right. they did a remix of the microchip league at the end. <laughs> in the ending credits. <laughs> uh, well, that's with Netflix, it, it skips the, uh, yes. the credits now that's unless you tell it. That's Unless you tell it to do it now. Yeah, or I was, I was, um, Marvel movies, though, that'll keep the credits rolling because they know about the... Yeah, uh, I was actually... That's funny you said that because when I rewatched it, I was looking forward to the credits and then... And no credits. Yeah, it's, and I did notice the button in the top left corner now that says, watch credits. And I was like, well, that's weird. And then it skipped the credits and went right to the Umbrella League or something. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> did you say Microchip League? Oh, yes, that's what I meant. Yes. It went right to the Microchip League series. Yes, what a great movie. Spider-Man 2. This is how superhero movies should be made. It's incredible. I love the Danny Elfman music. Wasn't the music powerful? Yeah, I did like the music in this, and they actually won an award or two for sound editing and I think music editing. They get, won some, some pretty good awards. So Saturn Award, Best Director, Best Fantasy Film. Uh, won an Academy Award for sound mixing and best sound editing. Yeah, it's just wonderful. It just felt, this is a movie to see in the movie theater. Just great. I mean, the great music, the acting, the drama, the visuals. There wasn't a bunch of fast cuts. There were scenes you could follow. I mean, there was movement, but it was great. Loved it. And it was totally an homage to Superman, wasn't it, Mike or DJ Russ? It was. and. That's what I was thinking while I was watching this again. Now, I hadn't seen this movie in probably 10 years at least. I, I haven't seen it since 2004. Really? Yes. And you're still this excited about it? Love this movie. This is Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man, bar none. Roseanne, bar none. Ooh. Yes. So you, don't, you, you can look past his voice 
Because it always sounds like his voice is cracking or about to crack. And that's really very emotional. Me. He's he's often crying. He's off, often tearing up. <laughs> in every goddamn movie he's in? Yes. He's very Jesus emotional. Christ. It gets very, yes. very annoying really he's, quick. He's not Anakin Skywalker. He's a powerful <laughs> actor. Uh, I mean, just so. He, he's an actor. Yes. I mean, it was great. It had the cool, happy Gilmore, Aunt May getting kicked out of her house. <laughs> they should have, I was waiting for yes. Peter Parker to join like yes. the PGA. <laughs> yes. Well, with the superpowers, I was thinking he'd be a great, a great golfer. Can you imagine? Yeah, you'd think he would yeah, pick up a golf club yeah, or two. God damn it, Peter. People wouldn't even have to yell four because he'd just know the ball is coming. <laughs> That's true. Ah, and the raindrops keep falling on my head. Wasn't that a great scene? <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, this is like it is just like I forgot about this part, and then it stops the freeze frame near the end of it. Just that really got me. Yes. So, um, why yeah. do why do women scream so much in this? Movie? Yes, I was going to say that it, it had a lot of scream scream queens in it. Yeah, yeah, it, it was sure an did. Homage and homage. Do you say homage or homage? Because I'm going to use those words a lot. Uh, I think I say homage. Yes, homage. Yep. Do you like how the but, British pronounce H? They don't say H; they say H. Because um, it starts with an H. So why do we say? Why don't we pronounce the H? Because we're we have to be different. We we run we won our uh, independence from them, so we we change things. Too That's soon. We, oh, sorry. Too soon. No. Sorry. Love that movie. <laughs> it had it had a lot of movie tropes. Runaway train. Oh, it did. Runaway train. Never holding back or no, looking back. No. Yeah, it, it, he fell a lot. Um, yes. What what I found kind of kind of weird was so he's a superhero. He's got superhuman powers. I get that. So he's he's not going to receive the same amount of damage you and I are going to get if somebody throws us into a brick wall. But he lands on a couple of cars when he kind of jump between buildings and then all of a sudden his back goes out. I mean, is, what is, is he, is he weak or is he strong? I don't know. Which one is it? Well, he's losing his powers. Now, did it really say what happened, how he lost his powers? It doesn't say, but you could tell he's, he's going through some anxiety or some kind of stress. It's stress related. And cause it seems like when he's got like a lot of emotional baggage happening, his web stops shooting. Um, and then he, well, that happened to you too, didn't it? Oh, damn oh, right. It sorry. does. Yeah. Sorry. It happens I'll to everybody. I'll edit that out. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's just, uh, it, you know, it happens to the best of us. We get emotional, we get stressed and, and our, and our web shooter stops I, uh, I enjoy, coming, shooting out of our wrist. I enjoyed the, the train scene. I like, he did, <laughs> a, he did the crowd surfing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It seemed a lot like really godlike, you know. Yes. It's like we'll pass pass the body, yes. and then yes. is it he was, dead? Is very, he alive? He is, Toby <laughs> McGuire is very Christ-like. Don't worry, we won't tell anybody who did, you are. Did you tear up at all during this movie? <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually, you have I, no heart. I, no, I don't. I really don't. I, I honestly don't think this movie held up. To be oh honest with God. you, so I, I was kind opposite. of see. That's what I it, I can tell that in your voice. You're really excited about this movie. Yes. So um, I think I don't know and, if it was, was nostalgia or what. I loved it. It probably was. I. But it, this it, the way I look at it is 
this Spider-Man annoyed me, but Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker in the new Spider-Man, um, that actually worked. I liked him better as Peter Parker as a 40 year old than I did Peter Parker as a 20 something. So another trope is, uh, robbing the bank. <laughs> Super villains always have to rob banks. I'm glad you brought this up because and, I just thought, why doesn't he just steal the material instead of no. robbing a bank? <laughs> and, and it was cool because the, and why was he throwing the bags? He was there to, to <laughs> bags losing all coins, money. too. <laughs> yeah, what did your banks really have that Turn, many bags of coins? <laughs> yeah, turns out they're Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh man, they were just the, like the, the blooms or something. He's the shittiest, the shittiest coin ever created, the Susan B. Anthony. God, oh, man. coins are only getting uglier though. Have you seen what nickels uh, look like? Um, like the ones with the oh, whose head God. is on the nickels? Is that Jefferson? I'm thinking it's George Jefferson, and it's like offset. It's yeah, like not it's even like re- just like the oh, profile, or not even a profile. That's, it's like head-on almost. It's horrible. <laughs> And they can't be using yeah. nickel. It's got to be like, I don't know, pot metal or something. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Just like it, you know, it costs more money to make a penny than it does what a penny is actually worth. I've oh. got to imagine a nickel is getting into that territory. Yes. But they always got to have the, the bank robbery scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this one had a twist. I mean, he was throwing cab doors at spider-man <laughs> yes get into doc ock yeah you like, doc ock? he's awesome uh, he's actually one of the best villains uh in a in a superhero movie you know it, it's very creative very original you know you have tentacles that are controlling you you're not controlling them um makes for a very very dangerous foe and a, and a pretty cool super villain he should have looked at his tentacles and said, clever girl. <laughs> but they're more, they're more snake-like, than, but they still remind me of dinosaurs or snakes or Komodo dragons. Yeah, they're more, more yeah, snake or dragon-like. Yes. They were. So just, and you can't, don't even try to saw them off with a medical chainsaw. Oh, that was a great scene, wasn't it? Yeah, that was actually pretty, pretty funny. That, there's another trope, too, and the one woman was getting dragged and then got dragged into the darkness. But I liked her. Where did she go? I liked her scratching nails. Yeah. yeah. Pulling off the linoleum on the floor. That's pretty good. I also like the scene of when uh, Doc Ock's wife, a broken glass and you could see her reflection. Yeah. It, it wasn't enough blood in that scene for me. I mean, if you're going to get hit by glass, well, there's yeah, be you know, they pulled back on that. Yeah, they probably didn't want the PG-13 rating or the R rating or whatever it was. It probably when it went to R. Yeah. But that was a cool scene. I like that. Yeah. There's a speaking of there's another scene with screaming in it. So Yes. It's like a, every every other scene there was screaming in it. Yes. Women scream. <laughs> according to <laughs> according to Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah. But I mean it you was could, it was the I'm gonna use the word again. It was the homage. To the Scream Queens, the horror, classic yeah. horror. One of the other things I found pretty funny, and maybe they did this on, I mean, obviously they did it on purpose, um, but when J. Jonah Jameson is talking to, uh, I think it's one of his other editors, about what they were going to call Doc Ock and the Bugle, 
And the one yes. guy says, how about Dr. Strange? And he said, we can't call him Dr. Strange. That name's already taken. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, you, you hear it a long time ago. You don't put two and two together till after all of this yes. MCU stuff has come out. <laughs> so it was pretty good. Speaking of that, why didn't Aunt May give away his comic books? I was very upset. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I thought of you when she said that. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, Dags wouldn't have that at all. You'd be like, what the hell, Aunt May? That's it. I'm leaving. I hope oh, you lose your house. <laughs> that was awesome. Did you see the yeah. Stan Lee uh, cameo? I did. Yes. Yeah, he's in there brief, like a split second. Yeah. If you blink, you miss exactly. him. Exactly. Didn't really have a line, did he? he? Or he did, but I mean, it was like really fast. So I think Marvel did a better job of making sure he had <laughs> longer screen time. <laughs> I got more homages, more homages. Uh-oh. Is it Bruce Campbell? Well, yeah. That, yeah let's talk about that. Isn't he, <laughs> isn't he awesome? Yeah, he plays a good uh, a good cameo person, no matter what you put him in. What is Whether he? Seven, he's a, is he 7'10 and Tobey Maguire is 5'4 or what? Yeah, yeah no shit. Yeah, he's uh, the usher in this one. He was a hot dog vendor in The Last Doctor Strange. I mean, he's he's in a lot of like these cameos for Do you remember, movies. Remember when he was the waiter bringing the ring for Spider-Man? Oh, that was the first one, right? Yeah, he did yeah. the little faulty towers kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, he's pretty good. I like him a lot. Oh, that was great. Yeah, he doesn't have a chainsaw for a hand in this one, but... So the homage was uh, Arthur. Do you remember that cartoon, Arthur? Yes. Yes. Yep. So he did the balled up fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was his shout out to Arthur, the yes. artwork. Yeah, Arthur's uh, episode one, uh, balled up his fist. Season four of Arthur titled Arthur's Big Hit. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, away he, I saw that. You're like, oh, oh, Arthur, you like yes. the... Uh, that um, Leonardo DiCaprio meme, yes. staring at and pointing yes. at the screen. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and back to get su- that in there. And back to Superman. Yeah, there's several times where he opened up his shirt. Like the one yeah. time he didn't have the costume on. Right. Yep. I did. I said I was. I saw that too, and I was like, "Oh, it's Superman." Very romantic yeah. movie. It's got its moments. Yeah, sure. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole uh, Mary Jane getting married and. Go get him, Tiger. Altar. Yes, go get him, Tiger. It's like one of the cheesiest lines ever. Oh, no. yeah, it's classic. Go get him, Tiger. Come on, read the comic book. <laughs> I'm sure it's in the. Yeah, I, well, I get it, but come on, Re- rewrite that line. Like, go get him, Stud. So, what did you think about uh, Harry Osborne meeting his father in the mirror? Yeah, so they had to build a bridge somehow with uh, Harry and becoming his version of the green goblin so you'd wonder you know is it his mind talking to him or is his, his dad really reaching out from the, the the grave and then finally showing him his little hidden layer in the wall uh where all of his uh detonators and his is what do you call it, a little hovercraft deal pumpkin bombs <laughs> pumpkin bombs there you go yes so all, all that stuff uh where his mask is hidden um the good foreshadowing I love the Green Goblin. I don't like his costume. This just goes to show that we need a standalone Green Goblin movie. Like a Joker movie? Yes, exactly. Thank you. Like the origin? Yeah, one one would say the Green Goblin is just a rip-off of the Joker, which is fine. I don't even care. 
probably true, but I want a standalone Green Goblin movie. You know, and then they could do a sequel that's just a musical. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I hope that's not true. Get, oh, it's true. Guess who, uh, did you hear who, uh, I think she's playing Harley Quinn. Uh, it, Larry Gaga? Yeah. So, because this uh, new Joker movie, part du, Folle de Vlivli, whatever it is yeah, in French, is going to take place mostly in Arkham Asylum. So Wow. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, Doja Cat is bald now. So I'm thinking, That's what I hear. I'm thinking Doja Cat could play uh, Lex Luthor. Oh, And just tie in, tie in Superman. Yeah, we're going to have to do something. Yeah. We need a new Superman movie, and it's got to go back to the original Christopher Reeves feel. It's got to be that. It's got to have John Williams or someone ripping off his style for the theme. Bring that yep. back. We need a new Superman. We need a standalone Green Goblin movie. I'm, I'm down with it. And he's got to look like the Green Goblin. I don't know what the problem is. We don't you can't just it. look like some weird dude in a mask. Yeah, don't change it. Just in the comic book, he just had like a rubber mask on a suit. I mean, Spider-Man has a suit on. He didn't turn into Spider-Man into some mech warrior <laughs> with body armor. Yeah, they could have. They, they kind of did in the Marvel ones. Yeah, and I'm disagreeing. They always change <laughs> everything. I want Green Goblin. I want his little messenger bag, his <laughs> bag of tricks, <laughs> pumpkin bombs, little ghosts in there. I want him to be able to shock you with this powerful sparking finger. Ooh. I want it all. You know, in the, his original appearance in the comic books, Mike or DJ Rez, he was on a broom, flew around on a broom. That what? Was, <laughs> that lasted about <laughs> one episode, one, one, one issue. Wow. Yeah. Thank God. I need to buy that. The, the broom or the? Both. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at that uh, Tobey Maguire almost didn't play Peter Parker uh, in the, in Spider-Man two, cause he had hurt his back after filming Seabiscuit. Do you know who they were going to get to fill in for Tobey Maguire to play Peter Parker? Should I pretend I don't? You, sure. Yeah. Pretend um, you don't. Bruce Willis. Oh, so close. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. So you should have said Patrick Swayze. That kind of would have been funny. Now, why is Jake whole, Gyllenhaal? Why is that funny? Because the whole Roadhouse. They're going to remake Roadhouse. Yes, because Jake if you fucking Gyllenhaal. Yes, thank you. If you followed us on Twitter, I did that powerful news <laughs> announcement. <laughs> yeah, that's. Where I accidentally put Toby McGuire's picture up for Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's so so disgusting. Yes, I can't believe. It. And Conor McGregor is going to be in it too. I mean, it's just it's going to be the worst worst remake ever. Yes. But anyway. Let's let's go on with uh, who is going to play Doc Ock. Now, who would you, if it wasn't going to be Molina playing Doc Ock, who would you have cast to play Doc Ock? Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus. Meryl Streep? Who do you got? Oh, uh, we have Ed Harris. Yes. He was considered. Also, Chris Cooper. He was considered. And then the one that really throws me off which I'm kind of sad that we were, I feel we were robbed. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Doc Ock. Can you imagine that? That would have been, that would have been sweet. to be like, Peter Parker, come <laughs> here and kill you with my arms. That's so, my Christopher Walken. Yeah, that was very good. Uh, Christopher <laughs> Walken didn't used to be Christopher Walken. You know, he turned into it like Al Pacino. Sure. So he, I wonder in the time frame. he's, yeah, he would have, but 
by then he would have been Christopher Walken, the one we oh, all know yeah. and love. Oh yeah, it would have been the funniest thing ever. And I think they should remake Spider-Man Two and put Christopher Walken in that role just so we can say we saw it. Yes. Yes. God damn it, that would have been awesome. Yes. God, I love that movie. Powerful movie, Spider-Man Two. I'm Iker DJ Res. What are you giving it? Out of um, five organic web shooters. Good one. Um, I'm giving it three point two five organic web shooters. Now, why did? Now, let me ask you this: Did you like it the first time you saw it? Back in the day. Um, no, I honestly, I and I've had this take on on these these three movies, and then the Amazing Spider-Man. I I don't like that every time they're in the suit, it's CGI. It seems like there's not a moment in, especially in these Tobey Maguire movies, anytime the suit is being worn, it's CGI. And that really, really bugs me. I, I hate, and, the, and I hate any movie where the CGI is obviously CGI really annoys the crap out of me. So but, it's not, not my favorite movies. How about uh, the electric company? Movies. Spidey. Did you enjoy that portrayal? No. How about the, 1977 Spider-Man TV show. Do you remember that? I do not. I'm going to need you to look into that. Okay, I'll take a look at that. Yes. Now back to me. Back to you. Five out of five organic web shooters. Love this show. Wow. And I'm I'm forgiving them on the Green Goblin. Just just this once, right? Yes. I love Doc Ock. I love Harry Osborn. I love Mary Jane. God, powerful. This uh, I'm looking at pictures from 1977 Spider-Man. Holy cheesiness! So make up your mind. You don't you don't want CGI, but you don't, you don't want him in a costume. <laughs> I, I don't know what I want. Honestly. Exactly, you don't know what you want. Yeah. Maybe it's DJ because Rez. Spider-Man's not my favorite superhero. I mean, that's probably a major part of it. Spider-Man is the best superhero. I'm I'm I was really a Superman guy growing up. Yeah, I enjoy Superman too. We need a new movie. We need a better movie. We not just a new movie. We need a better movie. Well, I feel that we need the Christopher Reeve type, just like you were saying. Yes. Well, we need to bring back. He was truth, justice, in the American way. Hate it or like it, that's what it was. It was, you know, it was just it was optimism. He was, you know, big deal. He was a Boy Scout at Captain America, whatever. But that's what it was. He wasn't dark, and it wasn't, you know, you you try to change that. It's like ma- making Dr. Doom some happy-go-lucky character, you know? Oh, that's coming. Yeah, I know, I know it is. <laughs> Starring Miley Cyrus. Ooh. Just, keep, every- just keep everything the way it is and then start new characters. I have no problem with new characters, but you don't have to flip the old ones. Whatever, yeah, let's boomer. do... Uh... Okay, boomer. <laughs> let's do uh, Spider-Man versus Captain America. I mean, then we'd see who, who loves America the most. Yes. So powerful. That would be that'd be sweet. Although if they redo Superman, he can't kill General Zod in this one. That'll freak everybody out again. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> Too bad we can't have the original General Zod back. So, <laughs> I believe he's dead. Yeah. Oh, that was great, great show, Superman too. And don't go back and and rip on the special effects. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like Superman. Superman's I'll I'll sit down and watch Superman if it's on. Did you tear up when movies. Lois Lane died? Oh, you know I did. The best part is when he flies 
the opposite yes. way around the earth to turn back time and the earthquake somehow the rage. Yeah. The rage. He was pissed. Well, it's just like, so he reversed the earthquake, just like the professor reversed the volcano on Gilligan's Island. Right. Exactly. One of my favorite, uh, scenes in the Superman movies is when he's the, the miserable drunk at the bar. And then he has to go fight himself as Clark Kent in the, in the, uh, salvage yard. And, and, Evil Superman, Bizarro Superman thinks he's killed Clark Kent in the in the old parts crusher, but that's not the case. No, I always liked that scene. I liked when he was up in Alaska and uh, <laughs> the truckers, you know. Yeah, he came uh, back. He said, "Working out, yeah, pumping iron." <laughs> God. Oh man, what a powerful what a show! Great movie. What a powerful show! What a great movie! Thank you. DJ Micro-Rez, very powerful thoughts on Spider-Man 2 and the Microchip League. <laughs> the what and the what now? Spider-Man 2 and MCO. Now, uh, that sounds like something you tore playing tennis. Didn't you tear your MCO? Uh, I did, but it was playing croquet, not yes, tennis. it was uh, pickleball. That's what yes. all you old people play now is pickleball. That's right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this powerful episode of the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about this powerful podcast. And then the second thing is <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod. And if you're very powerful, give us a super follower, super follow, super follower, whatever it's called. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production. <laughs>